Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two of Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer. And Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. What up, Trey? What up, Trey? There we are. Good afternoon, Trey. What's up? What's up? Hello. Hi. How's everybody going? I don't know what else to say. Okay. All right. I'm going to start you off with a question by way of our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. It says, please ask Trey this from the 501. Please ask Trey what excites him about Talon Green. Speed, um, you know, he reminds me a lot the way he hits the corner of Matt Jones. I, I don't know that he's like a four three eight or whatever Matt ran at the combine. Uh, I know he was a four six one in 2019. I believe after his junior season of high school, I'm sure he's gotten faster. Uh, but that's one thing that jumps out to me about him is just this is a guy that can break off 70-yard touchdown runs. And, you know, I mentioned before he's the kind of guy that, like, he's a long strider. He kicks his butt with his heels when he runs. People take terrible running, you know, terrible angles on him. Um, you know, people people will be doing pursuit drills, uh, you know, before they play Arkansas if he's the quarterback. So that's something that jumps out to me. You know, he's kind of got his mechanics. He throws a little bit low, kind of a low-release sidearm kind of looking release. I don't know if sidearm's the right way. He just, he just kind of throws it low. He is six six, um, so maybe that won't matter as much. But I'm sure Bobby Petrino will work on him a lot on just the fundamentals, uh, some of the things that we don't even think about, uh, you know, when it comes to throwing the football. Uh, he does have a nice arm. He can, you know, he can rifle it in there, um, you know, throw some picks and stuff. So those are some areas he's got to get better at. But, uh, yeah, I, I would say – you know, it kind of goes back to the Ken Hatfield saying, of, "Give me a guy, you know, give me a quarterback who can run. I can teach him to throw." But you know, he's not a bad thrower. He's just not. I wouldn't say he's like an elite thrower. So it's his speed. And I'm anxious. I mean, there's a lot of things to look forward to with spring football coming up. Again, uh, unofficial date based on my calculations kind of has been March 7th. And you know, there's you know everybody, but I think four players are enrolling. Uh, four of the high school kids are enrolling early. Uh, so there's a lot of new faces out there, and that's always exciting, but um, really led by that quarterback competition. And Jacoby Criswell, you know, Jacoby throws a really nice ball. I felt last year that, uh, you know, just as far as, like, dropping back and throwing the ball at a target, uh, he was the most consistent, had the best velocity, tied a spiral about, out of all the quarterbacks. Um, and I'm sure he'll be the guy that comes out first. You know, Pittman's not going to – just you know, he, he's kind of talked about that before. He's going to to let the transfers work their way up, and so I would expect Taylor Green to probably be second, third string coming in, and for Jacoby to take the first snap. But Trey, yeah, that's what excites me. Long answer, speed. Trey, what what comparison to a given quarterback would you make with with Green? Does he? Who does well, he compare I mean, with? Is, the, I mean, is it like a Matt Jones? 
yeah, as far as the running, I mean that's that's what jumps out to me. The running, uh, it, Matt Jones, he just he just kind of seems to have that same kind of gait to to me. And I mean, I think a lot of people would probably try to make a comparison uh, to Lamar Jackson on on the high end. You know, kind of in the same way you might make a comparison with KJ to Cam Newton. You know, he's not Cam Newton, but uh, that would be you know kind of in that mold player. Maybe Jalen Hurts would be a good one for. Uh, for um, KJ also, uh, no, not Jalen Hurts, but in that mold. Um, so, you know, I'm not saying that Taylor Green is going to run for as many yards as Matt Jones did at Arkansas, or uh, you know, I'm not saying he's going to be Lamar Jackson because him and Lamar Jackson are different. I think you just make that correlation just because of Bobby Petrino. You know, Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson's. You know, very explosive and uh, shifty, and all those types of things, uh, and is a probably you know was well, definitely a better passer. Um, so, but people would make those kind of correlations just because maybe Petrino sees the kind of things that he could do with his offense with an athletic quarterback like Taylor Green. So, I would say, yeah, I would say probably mostly, uh, I would think maybe Matt. This will be. I think a great competition between he and Jacoby because Chris Well is very athletic. He can run. Yes. He had he a can throw. run last year. Yeah. I so. mean he can he can hum it. He he's always had the arm. He's always been athletic. I think we forget about Chris Well. Uh I can't remember if Jacoby did this at the beginning of his senior year or if this happened in his junior year, but he, he had knee issues. And um, he missed a large portion of that season, but was able to come back and play down the stretch, which was amazing. And uh, but he's very athletic, and I I, I cannot, I just can't imagine that uh, it's not going to be one heck of a competition between he and Green. Randy, I, I remember the first time I saw Jacoby. It was uh, I, I think it was before his sophomore year. And I did not know who he was. He was at an Arkansas camp. I think it was the uh, the high school, you know, three-day camp that they did. And we were looking. We were trying to put together an all-camp team. And we couldn't we couldn't find a quarterback. And I remember going out looking. And I remember I told Danny, uh, you know, this kid's not very tall. But, man, he's got – he can really, really sling it. Um and anyway, it turned out it was Jacoby Criswell, and he was—he obviously grew since then, and is, and is you know probably six one now. But uh, I, I just remember being impressed with him and his arm strength, uh, even at that young an age. And um, yeah, he was our, actually our all all camp quarterback that year. But that's the first time I ever saw him. Uh, I need to make this apology trade to you and to our listeners. Uh, This from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Randy, please listen to your guest. Trey just said that Taylor Green reminds him of Matt Jones. And then what question do you ask? Who does it remind you of? (laughs) I apologize, Trey. I didn't mean for you to have to be redundant. Um, I do confess, and I was about to respond back to that uh, uh, particular post. I do sometimes... Uh, multitask, and I was reading other yep. posts to Ashtray in the meantime. So, Trey, I, know, I, I apologize. Exactly. I didn't mean for you to have to read. Exactly what you're. I've been in front of you. I know all the screens and devices that you have in front of you, and you know you're sometimes you know as the guy driving the show, you're getting ready for the next you know part as you're doing it. I do it on my podcast too, but um, you just allow me an opportunity to hammer the point home. Well, but you know what? For those of you who don't like that, you ever heard of comedians named Bob and Ray? They they did that for a living. They they would have a guy interview and he would ask a question. The guy would give the answer and he'd come back and give the ask the same question or something else about it. And it was hilarious. People would laugh and laugh. So every now and then it's okay. How about that? And Randy doesn't even get buzzed, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And by, and Bob and Ray, if you've never heard of Bob and Ray. Just go to YouTube. These guys, I mean, they're they're both dead now. They crack Johnny Carson up. They are hilarious comedians. Deadpan. They're well, deadpan comedians. Really funny. Making no excuses. I, I try my very best because I know Troy has a limited amount of time, and I want to make sure I get all the callers, or not callers, I want to get all the feedback, right. Sure. whether it be from the buzz text line uh, or the uh, live feed feedback. So... 
I'll go to the uh, Gangster Museum of America live feed feedback, and I will listen very closely to Trey's response. Please address this on the air with Trey. The hot rumors are out west. The local papers there are Musselman is the top candidate for the UCLA job. I've always said if there's going to be one that he goes after, it would be UCLA. And that's close to San Diego, where his mom lives. Stop the madness of Minnesota or any other. My son lives in L.A. It's definitely being talked about after this season. That much is true in four of L.A.'s papers and swirling around UCLA if they make a move after this season. Now, Trey, what caught my attention before you respond about UCLA? It was a couple of weeks ago. They suffered like a 45-point loss. It was a humiliating loss for UCLA. And apparently Mickey Cronin, who was at Cincinnati, then went to UCLA. They have been struggling. So I've been watching that situation personally, UCLA, every since this started popping up about Musselman possibly leaving. Yeah, there's been talk about like Arizona State, you know, too. Right. I, I think it would be if he went so anywhere, it would be out west. Um, UCLA is obviously struggling. Cronin, I believe, is buyouts twenty million. They were really. That's what I heard. Wow. I haven't do- dove into it, but uh, how long has he been there? I mean, wow. I can look it up here in a minute, but been there like three years. Three years of buyouts, twenty million. Three wow. years, maybe four years. Well, Trey's let us know that um, Musselman's is only a million, so that's that's really low. Musselman's is just a million. Let's see if I can find it. Um, USA Today keeps a list of of all the uh, yeah, and their database and, and what yeah. their buy arts out. Yeah, yeah. it's in the database. But, um, I believe I remember that being right. Um, man, I I would hate to be wrong on that, so I'd like to find that. Maybe I'll text you after the show. They usually um, go down to get a little bit, don't they? If, if he's been there three years, they go years, down. It's usually it's like million. So Musselman's is a. His would be like eleven point seven something. Uh, it's seventy five percent, or excuse me, it's seventy percent of the remainder of his contract, which runs now through twenty 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 eight. Because you got, mean is, is the it, buyout or what they would have to pay him if he fired him? If Mus- if Musselman was fired, if he's Arkansas fired. would owe him eleven point seven. But if he leaves, he just dollars. owes a million. Is that right? Right. Okay. He would so be owed UCLA. at the end of at the end of this season. It would okay. be, I believe, two million if it was a mid-season. Well, uh, yeah. I don't think that's happening. I don't think you know this. This season has not been what we anticipated. Uh, I don't know that you would fire Eric Musselman. No, uh, they're not going to. I think him. that would be no, yeah, ludicrous. The the restructuring of his deal is, in my opinion, should have been done last year. Um, in terms of restructuring for the buyout, but he he would be owed if he left on his own. Then it's. Uh, he owes a million dollars, which would be paid by whoever, which is chump change. It's nothing. So that so that makes him an attractive candidate yeah. for another school yes, right it does. now. However, yeah. that gets changed. Although if yeah. UCLA would have to pay twenty million to buy out its coach, you're still talking about twenty one million dollars. That's that's a lot of money. Although if you're Texas A and M, it's not anything. <laughs> Get it from Jimbo. All right, um, changing gears for a moment. And I know Trey is multitasking as we speak. <laughs> Fan, is the Razorback football program started running and weight training and pass catching? Uh, need to be doing it right now. Sorry, rephrase. So the school buyout's twenty million. Twenty. I don't million. see what it says. I don't see. Uh, oh, somebody you mean told that's me that what they would like, pay him? Right. Somebody said it was reciprocal, though. It was like a reciprocal deal. Um, I would have to find his exact contract. So, but if it's a reciprocal deal, then it'd be twenty twenty. You know, twenty for both parties, one way or the other. Um, Sorry, Reed. Ask the question again. They would be firing him to hire another coach, so that's twenty million. Yeah, right. That would be twenty. But if he obviously he's not leaving on his own from UCLA for another job after nine and what are they nine and eleven or something? Um, But yeah, anyway. So yeah, it's it's twenty million, and you know what's interesting about like all that is like, you know, people have said like Musselman's got all the power, but you know Cronin makes 
the same as Musselman. Is this accurate? This is up to date. This is uh, from March of last year, so it's 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 not probably not twenty million now because it's from last year, so okay. it's a year old. I think so I think Musselman's numbers are right, but so anyway, fifteen. They still got to pay. Yeah, they're still, still. going to have to pay him something. So, yeah, but on the, like people argue that like that Hunter Juracek doesn't know what he's doing because Musselman has all the power because his buyout's $11.719 million. But if you look at the coaches that are all right around him, right around 4 to, um, you know, to, you know, $4 million, they're all, they all have higher buyouts. They all have, you know, big, like Brad Underwood makes 4.6. His is $25 million. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Huggins is not coaching anymore. Buzz Williams is thirteen million. Dana Altman's is nineteen point five million. Um, you know, so like Musselman is the lowest out of all the people around him, but it's also, you know, because of the years his contract is overdue for a restructuring. John Calipari's buyout is forty one million dollars. Oh my what? God, by the way. Wow. Yeah. He's the Jimbo Fisher of basketball. Holy smokes. I, would, yeah. I mean, with that buyout, I, I mean, <laughs> hey, there. What, what did Jimbo's end up being? 77. 70, yeah, that's right, 77. Yeah. 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 I remember we were arguing if it was 77 or 76, but it's 77. <laughs> yeah. Um, Big yeah. difference. Yeah, that's it's, it's insane. But, uh, you know, it's also, it, it you know, it comes down, there's also, you know, the clause of, like, you have to, like, if you are fired, you have to uh, seek um, comparable employment, you know. Like, if you remember with Brett Bielema, uh, the argument from the university was that he didn't seek comparable employment because right. he, was, I think, went on to be an analyst and then went on to coach, uh, a position coach um, with the Giants, I think. But uh, they ended up There's settling it. And that's, and that's usually what, what happens. I think Arkansas... I think they took the number down by like three million or something with Bielema. But UCLA may not have that. They may just have to pay the guy regardless if they fire him, right? Yeah, but I, usually I there's a, have a seek, clause like that. There's usually a seat comparable employment deal in there, though. Hmm. It's going to offset whatever whatever income they make. Hmm. Uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Uh, Dominic Johnson, is he still on the football team from the 479? Yes. Dominic's still on the team. Still got him. Okay. Yeah, all, all my sources say uh, we've reported on, you know, the guys that aren't expected to be with the team. You know, I've got a very close source that says to the team that says that McAdoo, the plan for him would be to go on medical. Um, I think after I put that out, you know, he put out something about don't count me out, you know, so, um, you know, he's still battling with it. So I guess that's not confirmed, but my source is pretty good on it. Also, Terry Wells, who announced that he wasn't, that he was going on medical, um, you know, Eli Henderson is going on medical, and he is, uh, I've, I've heard that he may still remain with the team, maybe as like a student coach or something, maybe some kind of capacity like that. Medical hardships mean they still, still remain on scholarship. Um, but they can't play football anymore, at least at the University of Arkansas. They could, you know, transfer and play somewhere else, but they can, and they don't count against the 85 uh, maximum. So it's, you know, it's kind of a good deal for for both parties. You know, you're injured playing football for the school, you know, we'll still pay your tuition kind of deal. So, uh, yeah, and then there's, you know, a handful of guys that are, would have been, you know, super seniors that aren't going to be returning, like Brady Latham's not, not going to be back, uh, Francis Sherman, uh, just to name a couple off the top of my head, uh, that won't be back with the team. And then, uh, but yeah, Dominic Johnson, he will be a redshirt senior this year. So uh, with with super seniors, it's a situation where you have to be invited back. You, the, you know, the team has to say, hey, we want you to come back. Um, so, you know, that might not have happened in like, you know, and Francis Sherman might have said, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm, I'm ready to move on to the next phase." But uh, with Dominic Johnson, you know, him being a redshirt senior, he's technically still. I mean, we know how things work, but he's technically still he doesn't fall under that category of of super senior you know, with the COVID year. All right, Dre, I will switch gears. Neither the Gangster Museum of America Life in Feedback nor the Southern Structural. Solutions Buzz text line. I don't know what name I'll call this. From Randy's Twitter account. Carl wants to know, is Trevin Brazil, is he playing tonight? 
I don't. I don't think he will. I don't think so. Uh, you know, practices for basketball aren't open, uh, but he did not practice. You know, leading up to the Kentucky game from the Ole Miss game, he didn't practice all week um, and wasn't wasn't ready to practice. Like wasn't like ready to test it out or anything like that. Uh, so I kind of think that he'll sit at least another week. But I don't. I mean, soreness. What is soreness? What does that mean exactly? Is it hmm. is it strained? Is it is it a concern with the ACL? Um, you know, that can mean a lot of different things. But I don't think that he will play on Saturday, or excuse me, on on Wednesday, on today. Today, he's not playing. Um, I don't think so. Um, you know, there's a lot of rumors going around with basketball. Some of them are pretty ridiculous, by the way. That's all I'll say. Well, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. I'm not sure this is what you're talking about. But anyway, says um, people are stupid. Must has one bad year, and everyone wants to say he's leaving. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's maybe not in the category of um, some of the things I was talking about, you know, hinting at anyway. But um you know, coaches don't stay at schools no. <laughs> their whole life. You know, it happens. It's great when it happens, you know, because the guy's having a lot of success. I think it's harder in this day and age than, than ever before. I don't think Musselman's just going to be at Arkansas until he retires. But I do feel like he's going to be at Arkansas after this year. You know, and who knows what happens with job openings and stuff. But um, I, I've said before, I've made it clear, I think, Arkansas is lucky to have him as a basketball coach. I think he's a great basketball coach. He's having a tough year. Um, and when you have tough years in Arkansas's fan base, isn't any different than anybody else's. But you've kind of filled the void of victories with uh, what appears to be like salacious rumors. Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. Bye, guys. That is Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Chris Crane. Hyundai and Genesis of Conway. Drive Time Sports will continue. 1037 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Crane Hyundai of Conway, Blackman Auctions, Bell Chevrolet, and Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. Did you know you can watch and wager on horse racing at any track from any smartphone, tablet, or personal computer with bet.oakland.com and earn points for cash back for every dollar wagered. New members can earn up to a $150 sign-up bonus by using promo code BUZZ24. And don't miss all our amazing promotions this February at Oaklawn, including the Mardi Gras cash drawings and bead crawl. Dawn at Oaklawn starts back February 17th and our free cap giveaway on Monday, February 19th. Make plans to come early this Saturday as doors will open at 10.30 a.m. for the 11.30 a.m. first post. The 12 race card includes the King Cotton, Martha Washington, American Beauty, and the Grade 3 Southwest. A full fill of three-year-olds will compete for a total of 42 qualifying points towards the Kentucky Derby. We'll see you at Oakland with bet.oakland.com. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for a night of heart-pounding action. Pinnacle Fight Night, where warriors become legends. On February 3rd, experience the thrill of professional boxing as top fighters Carlos Nava, 10-0 with six knockouts, and Thomas Candyman Blair, 7-0 with three knockouts, defend their perfect records. At the Maumel Event Center, as fighters from around the U.S. compete for victory. Don't miss the chance to be a part of history. Tickets are selling fast, so grab yours today at Eventbrite. Pinnacle Fight Night, where legends are made. At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone. From their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine, BLT wedge salad to hand-cut prime steaks. 
They aim to cater everyone. And that's not all. Upstairs at the Old Bank, you can enjoy live entertainment Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with trivia, comedy shows, karaoke, live music, and more. Old Bank in downtown Russellville. It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with the 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet, together let's drive. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. We have been talking about the two for 60, it seems like, not necessarily forever, because at Benihana, this is relatively new, because it is new from Benihana. And the reason why I say it's one of the hottest going is because it's only Monday night, it's only Tuesday night, then it's only tonight. So you got to take advantage of it tonight. But then you may have to wait a couple of days if you can't make it tonight. However, as Marcus loves to say, two for 60 means the filet, chicken breast, colossal shrimp, two salads, and two fried rice with chicken. This is easily, as Roger Dale Scott loves to say, this is worth millions. Actually, two for 60. Not millions. Not hundreds. Two for 60. You can not only save money, but you're going to walk out of there stuffed I can't finish it all. And I think it's been pretty well said I can eat my own fair share. This is the best, one of the best. Because i got to say the two for 60 at the Riverfront Steakhouse. These are two of the best deals ever. Two for 60, Benihana, North Little Rock, Wyndham Hotel. Make your reservation tonight. This is the last night. This special is applicable until next week. 371 My understanding is this has been a hot ticket. So make sure you make your reservation now. Get your place in line. Make sure you got a table waiting for you. William or Shapur be glad to take care of you. Give you... The two-for-60 deal at Benny Hanna. North Little Rock, Wyndham Hotel. Tell them I sent you, and enjoy. That's about as easily as I can say. Enjoy. Now, why is that not making noise? I don't know. Maybe it's enjoying here in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed. Made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village. Staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. Here's Bart. What's up, Bart? Hello, Randy Rick. How are you guys? Good, Bart. Bart, I got. I'll start Doing you well. off. I'll start you off with a question from our 
Gangster Museum of America Live Fan Feedback. This from Elizabeth. Bart, what are your thoughts on serious, hardcore skill development for the Hogs? Seems to me we are seriously lacking in this area, unlike other teams. How important is this in the SEC? Also, how seasoned are Coach Musselman's assistants compared to previous years? I don't even know who one of them is. Okay, Key Smart. That's one of them. Mm. Yeah, so two good questions, right, guys? So the skill development aspect of it gets to be pretty difficult because you have restrictions, again, on how much time can be spent on the court amount of coaches, that type of thing. I think Coach Musselman coming from an NBA background where they hire specialty skill development coaches for dribbling, shooting, it's just hard to do in the NCAA environment. Now, Rick, there's something that I did not know. I did not know that the NCAA changed the rule from four to six coaches as of January oh, yeah. 1 yeah. that can be on the court. Well, that's so, amazing. Why not? One for every two players. Ridiculous. I mean, it really is. Well, and, and that brings well, and, and that brings me to the point of I guess the caveat to that, Rick, uh, Randy, is that they can't recruit. Is that right, Rick? They can't. Those two, two coaches no, can be allowed on the court. I no, I don't think they yes. can recruit. I think, I think Ronnie has, Brewer is recruiting. But is he one of the? He may not can go off campus, but I, I do know he is. Re- in fact, in that his expertise. Maybe so, but uh, recruiting. I, th- I but think it's only the extra two that can't recruit, Randy. I, I think I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. So, so, Randy, they've allowed two extra coaches on the court and practice setting, right? During uh, as of January one, which I did not know, and so that that comes to a big thing is that. I'm hearing a lot of Power 5 schools especially are looking at hiring dedicated skill development guys because they don't have to recruit, which you wouldn't want them recruiting anyway, I wouldn't think, unless you're talking about, Randy, just doing it not being mobile and and doing it on the phone. Uh, So that opens the door, I think, for programs with big budgets when you say, Rick, to be able to hire more dedicated. Right now they run, Elizabeth, they run skill development through GAs. and I don't know how many GAs are on campus right now, but I think it's a, a seven or eight, probably. So what does that consist of, right of now, they, What does that consist of? The, the GAs? No, I mean, what, what kind of skill uh, development are they putting them through? Well, so this is the tough part about it. They're putting them through, well, I would say, rather generic skill development. So you have a situation meaning, okay, they're going to do ball handling, they're going to do shooting, but when you get to this level, these type of players need specialized stuff. So just going through a game shot workout's not going to help. Let's say Devo's inconsistent with his three-point shot. If that's a mechanics issue, general shooting's not going to help that, which I think is just basically they're throwing a Band-Aid. This is what all schools do, not just Arkansas, just to try to get them time on the court to get extra shots. Well, when you need the extra work in specific areas, they're just not going to be able to get that. And coaches don't specialize in skill development at that level. They specialize in coaching. So this, I think, allows them, Randy, to look at hiring specific skill guys so you can develop players. Like I think Chris Beard has built up a reputation of developing players. That's kind of his thing. He can take maybe less touted recruits, three-star maybe, some four, but develop them because they're going to stay in the program with, I think, more of a customized program, meaning each player might have its own rotation of, let's say, two to three workouts, and they're trying to work on two to three things to get better. Okay, Bart, do they work on stuff, I guess this would fall under skill development, but something as simple as back-to-the-basket, Drop step, spin move, kiss off the glass. I mean, do they work on stuff that simplistic, or is this far more advanced than, you know, simple footwork? Well, here's here's the thing. Right now, and I think Coach Musselman, if you looked at his practice plan, he does a great job of doing these breakout sessions, five minutes here, three minutes there, four. 
but it's hard to really dedicate that because they're putting so basically randy to your point they're working on basic stuff basic basic stuff in practice and they're not working on it for a ton of time because again that's individual time and then they go to the team where they really need is more advanced time spent doing footwork and developing certain skills that are not the basic and that's where it gets to be more of a specialty thing that it sounds crazy these coaches can coach at a high level coaching on the court schematically and skill development are two different animals altogether so it's why you're seeing literally 40 percent of the nba coaches on tap are dedicated for the actual development as- aspect of the players versus on court coaching but they're just getting the basic stuff nothing more than that okay let, let's take then <clears throat> it's not that you have a shooting doctor so to speak but if you got guys that are struggling to score, and these maybe were scorers in past situations, but they're struggling now, do they have someone from a skill development that can step in and say, boy, we need to work on this, and this is going to help correct this, which will help you be a efficient shooter? Does Arkansas or other schools have maybe a nope. a shooting doctor? No, they don't. And, and shooting doctor, dribbling doctor, and I'm going to be honest with you guys, I think this is could be the holy grail of basketball with them changing this rule. Whoever is going to kind of adopt, I think, getting these dedicated people that, that would be a skilled adopter, doctor that would just be able to take shooting and let's say they take seven players and they're just dedicated to that you're going to find those teams accelerating past others because i think that's the biggest need in the game today and like if you're talking about the razorback what a huge need it would be to have someone diagnosing not just shooting mechanic problems what about individual uh, footwork items to get to certain shots that they shoot at a higher percentage they're not been able to focus on that in the past and I'll be honest if this if I was coach muscle and that rule went forth first thing I would do is hire two dedicated skill development guys one specific for shooting and create a shooting program with someone looking after only that and I think it'd be the biggest bang for the buck that the program would be able to do right now besides recruiting and bringing in players hmm I guess, I'm not sure you said this or someone else has said this, but I'm just kind of repeating what I said the other day, uh, what I heard the other day. And, Rick, you can help me out on this. But they are expected, coming from high school, to have these fundamentals. And the coaches, with the limited time that they have, they can't work on those base fundamentals that these are expected to be known, like boxing out uh, on a rebound, something as simple as that. They don't have time to do those kind of drills. They've got game plans they got to work on, et cetera, et cetera. And that's why I think, because it sounds crazy to the average fan that you get a player in college and he takes a step backwards. But Nick Smith Sr. and I talked, I felt like Nick Smith took a step backwards last year in terms of skill. Because now what you take away are the players that have had in high school, they had all this time to go to individual private instruction where they only worked on this outside of the practice. The college game is so congested with everything, and it's just everything's multiplied. These players are regressing, I think, at Arkansas under Coach Musselman at times and other places as well because they don't have the time to even dedicate to their individual game, which is what made them great in the first place. Hmm. All right, Bart, hang on. we got to step away for a moment. That's Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks to Martin Orthopedics. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the Zone presented by the Little Rock Athletic Club. An all-indoor pickleball facility coming soon to Little Rock Athletic Club online at LRAC.com. 
Hi folks, this is Chris Zender out here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep in Sherwood. The recent snowstorms have really put us behind. We've got to do something drastic to make some sales up, so Frank told me to do whatever it takes to make some deals. So I'm inviting you to come in, pick out a vehicle you like, and make us an offer. We'll do whatever it takes to make a deal today. You'll save over 15% off Jeep Gladiators, $13,000 off new Rams. There's never been a better time to buy a new Ram, and we're talking 24 models, and we're taking 10% off every new new Ram Heavy Duty in stock, 2023 and 2024 models, and you'll save up to 15% off the 2024 Jeep Grand Cherokees. We've got to do something drastic. We're making crazy deals on every new Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in stock. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trades. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Justin Acre here, and I can tell you, I know a few things about radio, and I can probably talk you through a football game, but I really don't know anything about much of anything else. Serta Pro Painters does, though, and that's the company I always use when I need a project done at my house. I've used them for over a decade for a number of different projects, inside and outside, and I don't care if you're a painting expert, Serta Pro is here to help and make the process as awesome as it can be for you. So get Serta Pro on your project soon. You can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. When it comes to painting, do what I do. Trust Serta Pro. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the crockpot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. For a free insurance review, see shelter agent Jeff Hodge or Jay Helm in Little Rock or Bo Beavis in Cabot. It's Howie from Robert Irwin Jewelers. Don't make it difficult this year. Get to Robert Irwin Jewelers and buy her diamonds. Spend $99 or more and get a dozen free roses and a box of chocolates. Bigger, brighter diamonds, refinancing, Robert Owen Jewelers, or online at rijewelers.com while supplies last. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJ spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. I'm Rachel Parker Harding for Parker Cadillac. Get ready to arrive in style on game day in a luxurious certified pre-owned Cadillac. Choose from XT5, XT6, Escalade, or sedan models. Parker Cadillac has the largest inventory of certified pre-owned Cadillacs in Arkansas. Plus, all Parker Cadillac certified pre-owned customers received two years unlimited miles of complimentary oil changes. For more details, visit parker-cadillac.com. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. But you realize, guys, and this seems to be one of those days that you want to make that special person feel very special. That's Valentine's Day coming up. Yeah. Today is the 31st. That means in 14 days, we will be celebrating what? Valentine's Day with our beloved. And that means Robert Irwin Jewelers. Now, beginning next week, we will have $100 gift certificates to give away right here on Drive Time Sports once again for Robert Irwin Jewelers so that you can celebrate that special person. They have all different types of items, whether it be jewelry or otherwise, that you can find that perfect gift for that perfect Valentine. So, check out the two locations. That's McCain Mall in North Little Rock and uh, the new location off of Cantrell Road in the Pleasant Ridge Shopping Center next to the Fresh Market. You can always go online at RI jewelers.com and check out the inventory but beginning next week folks we're giving away 
$100 gift certificates to Robert Irwin Jewelers. So please stay tuned. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village. Staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. Here's Bart. All right, Bart, we're, uh, I know we want, need to touch on some high school stuff, but believe it or not, we keep getting questions about Arkansas basketball. Surprise, surprise. Uh, this from Miss Linda. She says, uh, please ask if Bart thinks any of the current basketball Razorbacks will return next year. I certainly, I, I expect some of the players to, to certainly come back. I think really what gets to be the big question is, moving forward, what what gets to be the, kind of this formula that Coach Musselman and staff have had of, of two high school players and a bunch of transfer uh, portal players coming in and almost turning the roster. But I certainly think... It's too early to say, guys. I don't know if y'all would agree that players are not coming back or coming back. I certainly think there's a lot of basketball left to be played, and there's no reason to think why the players are not going to come back. Obviously, there's been struggles. I think you have players like Layden Blocker, and this is, I think, Layden is, I think, deserving of certainly more playing time. I, I think that's a question mark and I'm not that's from no information other than just my own uh, two cents but I certainly think there are other players that fit in just fine with the system and certainly I, I think if Layden given the opportunity if he could increase his minutes would certainly prop, might stay as well but it's too early to say who would leave and who would stay because you really have to let that fall out and watch him finish the season as well which Randy, let me say this because I wanted to answer the other question. The current coaching staff, the assistant coach, I, I, I think there is tenure staff. We have lost a lot of coaches like Clay Mosier and Corey Williams that had a lot of experience, that had a lot of recruiting ties. So I, I would say that it's probably not the most tenured staff that they've had in terms of knowing the landscape of recruiting, but certainly they're capable assistants. Sorry, Randy. No, 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 no. Uh, you needed to ask that or answer that that. Uh, finished answering that question. Uh, Bart, this from the uh, Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. Um, let's see. Since both, this from Bob, since both teams are in the cellar tonight, what will distinguish the winner? How do you think the Hogs will move forward? Looks like Bates from Missouri will be a handful. Totally agree with that. Yeah, it's, this is good. Yeah. Yep. And this goes back to, guys, and we've talked about this, the ability to defend the three-point line. If you do not guard Sean East and Tamar Bates, um, East is averaging 16 points a game, and Bates is averaging right at 13 points a game. But Randy Rick, both of them are shooting at an extremely high clip behind the three-point line, above 30, uh, 43% in the SEC. So if you do not locate shooters and close out and contest shots, it could be a long day because these two guards are active. They shoot a lot of threes, and they make a lot of threes. So defending the three-point line, and this is something that Arkansas has struggled at, I think, consistently all year, not just in the SEC. And that kind of correlates with the next question from the 901. It says, what is the biggest key to tonight's game, Bart? Maybe yep. you just got I think defending it. the three-point yeah. line. Defending the three-point line, but listen, let's say this, Randy, we're on the road, or Arkansas's on the road, finding ways to generate offense early, early. If you if you if a team is traveling, they're on the road, and you're struggling for baskets coming, and basically, what is a one and six start? So uh, tends to bring morale down. They've got the Arkansas's got to be able to find ways to generate offense. Certainly controlled pace, drawing fouls, getting in the paint, hitting some selective, timely three-point shots would certainly help this Razorback team. So defending the three-point line and finding ways to, to generate some baskets certainly early in the game will play a big factor. Bart, I don't know how much you weigh 
season statistics versus conference only statistics. Example, uh, talking about Tamar Bates. Overall, he's averaging 13. Yet, when you look at his seven games in SEC play, he's averaging right at 19 points. Sean East is averaging 16.2 in the regular season. But then in conference play, he's averaging 14.6. This is a team like Arkansas. Arkansas's, I think, 62 points a game. Uh, On combined numbers, SEC play only. Same thing when you look at Missouri. They're only averaging 68 points a game in conference. And oh, by the way, Saracen has a six and a half point uh, favorite as the um, betting line favorite. Makes sense. Missouri averages 68 Mm -hmm. a game. Arkansas, 62. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Okay, Bart, I got. Uh, it, I, mean, I, I need to it, squeeze all these matters. in that I can. It matters. Let me squeeze all okay, these in matters. I can. SEC play. Yep. Sorry, buddy. All right, Southern Structural Solutions Buzz Texlon have Bart explain exactly what he does on one of his skill sessions. Let's say for shooting. Mm-hmm. Well, it would depend on what the issue is, but listen, our issue or what you're trying to work on. So. The shooting, you want to mix in game shots is certainly important. So the shots that you shoot or a player shoots in a game, if you're not going to shoot them in a game, there's no sense in working on them in a skill development aspect. So the shots that are prevalent in games, certainly if you're working on, let's say if you're heavy catch and shoot or heavy off the dribble, you have to make a distinction. You're going to work on both. But let's say you're heavy, let's say you're Joseph Pinion and you're 80% catch and shoot. So you would be working on a high high amount of catch and shoot shots behind the three-point line, which would be his prevalent game shots. And then you're going to mix in things that are going to help extenuate his strengths, like one dribble pull-ups, two dribble pull-ups, one dribble separation shots. So that would be side steps, anything to create space. And then, Randy, you're spending about 10% of the time of the player that you, you want to be. So if, if Joseph is a knockdown shooter and he wants to be Shaquille O'Neal and develop some post moves, then you'll work on some back down stuff and some probably mid-post kind of fade stuff. But you're really going heavy, heavy what they're doing in games so they get those game reps so you get game results. Do you work on, talking about skill development, that step-back shot, I know, I'm, I know you mentioned the word fade, but that step back shot, yep. that fadeaway jumper, a Dirk Nowinski type of shot. Yep, they're accurate side steps over step backs because side steps are more accurate. But yes, you got to work on them. Got to have them. Got to be able to separate off the dribble. All right, Bart. We will talk with you on Friday. That's Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks to Martin Orthopedics. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Coming up next, the coach. Nolan Richardson, thanks to Slim Chickens. Drive Time Sports will continue. Trucks, And then there is the truck. BMC's tough and rugged Sierra Denali heavy-duty pickup. And just for playing at Saracen Casino Resort during February, you could win one from Smart GMC. Winning is as easy as simply playing your favorite Saracen games. Play for your chance to be driving home a GMC Denali HD pickup this month. It's not just any truck, and Saracen Casino is not just any casino.